0: Hey, Van. Hey. What's your favorite color? Um, blue. You like blue? What's your favorite dinosaur? And. T Rex. T Rex. What's your favorite animal? Um, zebra. Zebra. And what's your favorite. Pops? Yeah, this one. <laughs> He's pointed to my head. Where's your favorite Nana? This one? This one? Where's your favorite mama? Is it work? She's at work? (laughs) Yeah, she's at work having labor right now. Okay, say bye to everybody. Bye to everybody. Welcome back to the diary. I'm Scott. Uh, That was Van at the top there, as you can tell. He's hanging out here. uh, Well, came over here yesterday and has been here since um, because his mother, my daughter Taylor, is in the hospital right now in uh, early labor, I guess. I don't know how you would do it. They induced her today. So she's having this baby. Uh, a baby girl already pre-named Phoebe um, today, and it's just a matter now of when today. She's at a six. Last I checked, I am no doctor, and I understand little of these things. But uh, that's pretty quick. <laughs> we thought she was maybe going to have the baby all, you know, all weekend. There was like signs of maybe early, you know, or not early, but earlier than today. Um, And today was always the day they were going to have her go in and, and induce the pregnancy if it hadn't come already. So this was the day. This was the big day, right? You thought it was just uh, the day Overwatch 2 launched, but no. It's the day that Taylor's Baby 2 is launched. <laughs> Hopefully not launched, you know, in a physical way. Hopefully just sort of. Removed from her in a, in a um, scientific, uh, safe sort of method. Anyway, very excited about that. Super stoked. Feeling a lot of butterflies for her, all the stuff that you feel when you're, you know, your kids, no matter what their age, whenever they go through stuff like this, you think about that stuff. And the reason I had a little chat with Van and put it at the top of the show is because I've been thinking a lot about that kid lately. And here's why he's three years old now and it's becoming more and more apparent that he is basically me at that age. Um, and the reason I know this is my dad was, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he did it at the time, but I'm really glad he did it. He, he had a tape recorder, you know, I say old fashioned, a cassette tape recorder when I was a kid. Um, and he recorded everything. So when I'm, you know, eight months to a year old, he's got audio of me running around just talking gibberish. He's got me at age two and age three, kind of all these different ages. And um, if I go back and listen to that audio, it is almost identical to listening listening to Van talk or discuss his favorite things or, you know, whatever. And it occurred to me that he is really, in a lot of ways, he is me, you know, big on imagination Uh, doesn't need a ton of supervision, just sort of can go create his own. He can go create his own fun, which is something I definitely did as a kid. And, uh, you know, he has conversations with things that aren't there. I did that all the time. I had lots of invisible friends. Um, He loves to draw. He likes to create. He's, you know, sensitive little guy. He's a lot. He's just me as a kid. And, um, you know, I always tell my daughter, well, you're raising me, so, you know, don't worry, because I turned out okay. He'll be fine. <laughs> he'll have his struggles, but he'll he'll be all right in the end. Uh, but in my own head, I'm thinking about how I wish I could have retained that level of life is nothing but a giant bright light, and it's amazing, and everything's creative and fun, and and interesting and you can make your own you you can make up your own worlds and you know you can be that kid and then at some point in your life you realize that oh you know various things like other people kind of suck sometimes and not everyone's fair or the world is full of you know Conflicting interests or whatever these things may be that slowly come into a kid and a, and a young adult's life. And by the time they get to me at my age, I'm, you know, fairly cynical about a lot of things. And that wasn't in me when I started. My time on this planet, I didn't have that stuff. That's all, you know, been either learned or heaped upon me or, you know. Some would say that if you're feeling a little jaded as an adult, you know, you've just, you've let the enemy win or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think it's more complicated than that, but you know, life is uh hard, a lot of different people in it, a lot of different interests competing for people and their time. Um, not everyone is fair. Not everyone tells the truth all the time. Not everyone, you know, like you, you learn this stuff pretty quick, and you get to be a grumpy old piss, piss pot about it sometimes. And I'm uh, mad that I couldn't find a way to feel less of that or have less of that affect me. And maybe I did. Like I don't have a good perspective on this because maybe I actually did do that. You know, I'm I'm basically that. What I'm doing for a living and what I get to do every day is basically what I wanted to do if you asked me when I was ten. If you he said, "Hey Scott, what do you want to do when you grow up?" and I would have said make radio and draw stuff. I mean, that's what I would have said. And people were like, yeah, yeah. And there's no career like that. Anyway, good luck. See you later, kid. But that's really what I wanted to do. And I ended up doing it. I'm doing it. That is what I do now. 100% living that 10 year old dream. But from my perspective, I wish I could have retained more of that sort of just bright eyed Not innocence is not the word, just like excitement for every single thing and just kind of an overall like blooming trust in everybody that everybody's got everybody's best interests at heart. I wish there was a way to hold on to it. And the main reason I wish there was a way to hold on to it is because I could help him hold on to it. That's because that's what I'm kind of getting here at. You know, maybe it'll be different for him. Maybe his generations will be less, uh, Less jaded, less um, I don't know, less uh, cynical, less I don't know. Maybe those things will will even out for for him and, and kids his age. But I have a feeling he'll like every other generation be in for a series of disappointments, and you know it'll weed it'll whittle away at his um. Again, it's the word is an innocence that I'm looking for here, and I and I don't mean his naivete just his worldview will get messed with, you know? And I know there's a lot of kids who that worldview is messed with immediately because of abusive or neglectful parents, or, you know, I I understand that I, I want to make sure I'm not making this, you know, I realize that Van is coming from a very privileged position of parents who love him and, grandparents, in my case, me and Kim, who love him, adore that kid, would do anything for him. And, uh, you know, he hasn't had to deal with yelling parents or alcoholism, you know, the things that a lot of kids see this early in their life and that starts to shape them, you know, all, you know, immediately. Um, And so that's why I just feel this feeling of like, I wish I could force his path to be what he wants it to be, which, you know, may interfere with it. Other people want to happen. And I, I, and I know this is complicated and I'm not trying to act naive myself. I realize that this part of development is understanding the world around you, both of the, the good and the bad, and trying to just find your place in it. And he'll have the same uh, journey as a lot of people will. I know there's nothing I can do to change that. But man, right now... He's just so much freaking fun. And so like the world is just one big, awesome place to see stuff, do things and laugh. And he never cries. Like the kid never, never gets upset. I've, I've seen him cry maybe twice. Once when he was an infant and was hungry. And once when he banged his head really hard on the cement. Or is it his leg? I don't remember what he hurt, but he hurt he got hurt and he cried, but not for very long. other than that, he doesn't get homesick when he's here and not with his parents. He doesn't get like cranky at night, he doesn't like suffer for any of the, of those sort of sleep things. He sleeps all night, he loves bedtime, he loves morning time, he loves cuddle time, he loves lunch, he loves breakfast, he loves dinner, he loves animals and dinosaurs and bluey. <laughs> And every Disney movie ever made and, you know, just, and then if he is happy to sit in a room with a book, read it to himself and just smile and laugh and no one has to be there. I don't know, man. I just want to put it in a bottle, let it never go away. Cause it's really great. And I even had a conversation with him, which is what spawned me to want to talk about there spurred me to want to talk about this today. Is that the right word? Spurred? Spurred on this conversation. Yeah. I sat down with him and asked him, "Um, you know, are you?" I asked him some, some really basic questions like, "Are you happy?" And he says, "And he always goes um yeah.'" Like he always has um in there. Don't know why. Just likes to do that. You he heard some of that at the top, and uh, just a series of questions. Do you love your mom? Yes. Do you love your dad? Yes. Who? Where? Who's your favorite? This or that? You know, like just kind of those kind of conversations. There's only like three, so it's not like we're going to have some in depth freaking thing but it was enough to just get this feeling that man he's in a great place right now and i wish for him that he didn't have to leave the, that place one day which is a weird thing to say because i don't remember feeling this way i could probably even go back to these dire early diary episodes and find something back from you know when nick was six or five or something and uh Find myself talking about some of these same feelings, but I don't remember ever feeling quite this way with my kids. I just was like, okay, they're young and they're fun, and now they're getting older, and now they're doing this, now they're doing that. Like it just was whatever it was, but for whatever reason, with him, I'm just like feeling this overwhelming desire to to lock him where he wants to be, which is a weird thing. So, anyway, wanted to discuss that, talk about that. Wondered if you guys had any thoughts about it. If you do. Throw me one of them, their email, scott.internet at gmail.com. That's scott.internet at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to read an email to get out of here. Brian Bellmore wrote in to that very self-same e- email address, and he says this. Hey, Scott, thanks for specifically naming what kinds of conspiracies you're referring to when you talk about your frustrations bird drones flat earths and monkey jeffrey dalmer hybrids are probably not worth your time unfortunately there are a lot of topics lately which flippantly get labeled conspiracy in order to discourage shut down, or censor any real healthy conversations that could be had among adults thanks brian um yeah like i i realize that you're not the i got a couple emails along this line i just thought yours was the most pointed to the question or to the point um yeah, of course. I mean, of course, there are real world things that should be talked about that somebody may pass off as a conspiracy. But I noticed you didn't include any 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 in your email, and I actually have a hard time thinking of any without somebody pointing them out. So I would love to hear what you think is a conspiracy that is truly a conspiracy, and and that the one that you think people are just blowing off. Because I don't know what I don't know what that would be. I mean. I know it's not, I, I I get your meaning, right? You're not saying, everything's not just, uh, oh, COVID shots give you 5G, now they're tracking you. Like that stuff's just insane and out there. You're probably meaning something a little closer to, to reality. It's something more like, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of one. This is the problem. I, I, I can't think of anything that isn't silly, that isn't just wholesale stupid, like flat earth or whatever. But I know when I say that there are plenty of people that are very serious about the flat earth thing. Like they, they think that's pretty serious. I think it's just the jokiest bunch of joker joke bull crap I've ever heard. So, so uh, bull crappy, I couldn't even think of a word to say it other than bull crappy, right? That's how much bull crap it is. Poor bulls, man. We always assign this to them. Why is it always their feces? You know, why don't we go llama turds? That's a bunch of moose poop. No, we say bull crap. Why? What did the bull ever do to us? What did the, the, is a bull a steer? Are they the same creature? I don't actually know. But bulls, man, they get it from both ends. We we use them in the in the term. Uh, bullcrap, and you know that's just theirs to 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 it's their burden to to carry. But we also chase them around with matadors and you know red capes and stuff, and make them dive at us while we stab them with spears and stuff, and then they end up just dead in an arena floor, like bulls across the board. When we need them to impregnate a, a female, fine, that's that's cool, I guess. But then what? Throw them to the birds, or say bullcrap all the time. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I could probably look it up and there'd be some entomology, entomology, etymology, etymology uh, that I could trace back in history and say, oh, the first use of the term bullcrap is from 1728 when King What's-It's Penelope stood up in front of his people and said, hear ye, hear ye, I'm sick of this bullcrap. Thus saith the king, amen, right? Maybe. I don't know, but I don't want to go look. Just saying' it's not uh, it's not the bull's fault uh, that we do that. Anyway, thank you, Brian, for the email. Scott.internet at gmail.com is where you can send your emails in. By the next time we speak, uh, I will have there'll be a brand new baby in the, in the family, one more added to the list to inherit the family name. This time, a little girl, and I cannot wait to meet her. She sure is crap uh, has been kicking real hard lately. Why is my phone going off? Just a minute. Let's make sure nothing's bad. Uh, it's Okay. Phoebe will be born the day Overwatch 2 comes out. <laughs> my kids are talking about that, too. Uh, it's how much... <laughs> i'm sorry this is you can tell they are my kids uh no one mourns you how fast you'll fart uncontrollably while numb from the waist down says taylor yeah i can only imagine anyway <laughs> a lot going on here what a weird couple of weeks a mix of sadness and excitement on both extremes. An untimely death, but now I guess this would be a timely birth. It's nothing untimely about it. Anyway, I look forward to talking to you again, which will happen tomorrow because I'm really enjoying these and I hope they're okay for you. You know, I don't want to assume anything, but I, it feels like you guys are responding pretty well. I'll keep doing them. It's good therapy for me. Good, good stuff for me to talk about. And I really love hearing back from you. So keep that stuff coming. That'll do it. Until the next time, take care.